As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, friends. This is Joseph coming back at you with the Truth Talk podcast. This is episode two. What is truth? Well, today I want to talk with you guys about truth. This is called the Truth Talk podcast. And so when I say the word truth, what do I mean? Because, you know, in today's culture, everybody has their own truth, right? <laughs> But it doesn't actually work that way. Have you ever heard the phrase, all truth is God's truth? Well, I think that is... Um, What's the word? Uh, truth. <laughs> yeah. All truth is God's truth. So anytime we draw what is for us a truth out of something that is not based on something that comes from God himself, created by him, for him, and through him, then we've based our understanding of a topic or a thing on a lie. Because God is the very origin of truth. He is the fountainhead of truth. He is the arbiter of truth. He is the interpreter of truth. God and the Holy Spirit, who is called BTW, the spirit of truth, is the one who guides us in all truth. Jesus prophesied in the coming of the Holy Spirit that one of the roles that he would have was he would guide us into all truth. So if you have something that does not conform to the truth of God in your belief system, then your belief system must change because the truth of God, the word of God, does not change. In John 18, 36-38, we have a fascinating, at least to theology nerds like myself, we have a fascinating dialogue between Pilate and Jesus. Jesus is being tried before Pilate, and Jesus answered and says to him, My kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. 
Man, we could just sit right there for days. My kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. He's looking at Pilate and helping him understand, trying to help him understand that his kingdom is not of this world. And he just says that. My kingdom is not of this world. And Pilate said, so you are a king. And Jesus responded, you say, I am a king. Actually, I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. Now, Jesus was not denying that he wasn't a king, but he's not a king of an earthly kingdom. What he was saying is, I came to testify to the truth and that all who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. There was a strong authority being claimed here of lordship. Jesus was saying through this language that everything he says is true. And the only person who can say that is an absolute monarch, (laughs) a sovereign, a king. And then Pilate says, what is truth? Then he went out again to the people and told them he's not guilty of any crime. So Pilate asked the question, what is truth? Some would say he did it mockingly. Some would say he was a little bit curious. I don't know. I wasn't there and I don't know the motive of his heart. But it is a question that needs to be asked in today's culture. What is truth? Is it your truth? Is it my truth? No, it's God's truth. And those of us that are seekers of truth will ultimately end up in the Word of God. And through the Word of God, God will reveal what truth is. Now, in John 17, 17, again, we have Pilate back in, I mean, in John 18 saying, what is truth? Jesus, of course, is not answering Pilate directly. This actually happened before. But in John 17, 17, and Jesus is praying his high priestly prayer. And as he's praying for his disciples, he says to his father, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word, Logos, is truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify them in the truth. He's praying that we, ultimately, all disciples, but that the disciples will be sanctified in the truth. And your word, Father, is truth. Awesome. Your Logos, your written word. Now, there is the mystery where Jesus was the Logos with a capital L. The spoken, ah, it's hard to describe, understand, John 1, 1 and following. Jesus was the word in the beginning, right? He was with God and indeed the word is God. But Jesus said, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Your logos is truth. So Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life because he is the logos, capital L. But in the scriptures, the written word, little l logos, 
In that we have what's called in Ephesians 6.17, the sword of the Spirit. So the Bible, the written word, is the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, Ephesians 6.17 says. Now, the word there for word is not logos, it is rhema. Rhema is a thing spoken It's an utterance. Let me give you an amazing example of rhema word, the written word becoming spoken. When Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted by the devil, what did he do? He quoted Deuteronomy to the devil. Now, he didn't just randomly pick a set of scriptures that might be useful in the situation against his battle with the devil in temptation. What was done was the Spirit of God pulled out of his heart what he had memorized, pulled out of his mind what he had already committed to memory. It was in his soul. The Spirit of the living God accessed his soulish realm where he had stored this information in Deuteronomy, which was the written word of God, and made it rhema because Jesus spoke it out. And when he spoke Deuteronomy to the devil, the devil was pushed back, put down, and ultimately routed to come back at a different day. See, it was the word of God uttered. The word of God spoken. But that word of God was prompted by the Holy Spirit of God because as Ephesians six seventeen says, the word of God, the rhema, the written becoming spoken, is the sword of the Spirit. And see, it's the Spirit through our mouths, through our souls, mind, will, and emotions, and through our physical bodies with our mouths, that wields the sword of the Spirit to slice away the lies of the evil one, to penetrate the very hearts and minds of people, to even separate the motives of their heart, almost like a scalpel. Wow. The Word of God is powerful. It is, it is living and powerful, as Hebrews says, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the sword of the Spirit. And when the Logos, the written Word, becomes rhema, the spoken utterance, prompted by the Spirit, there is power and authority and strength to challenge every lie of the evil one and to strike down the strongholds that exist in the minds and the hearts of men. So let me give you the truth point for today. The written word, the logos, spoken in the Spirit's prompting, Rhema, is the sword of truth that separates. Indeed, it liberates us from the lies that surround us. When the Spirit of God quickens the written word, we are Our minds are washed and cleansed and renewed from the lies that have been fed to us from generations of sinful men who have passed down untruth after untruth after untruth, i.e. lies. 
And those lies have become strongholds even in our generations that our granddads and our dads and even we are passing down to our sons and daughters. But when the Word of God steps in, empowered by the Spirit, there is a cleansing, purifying fire that happens in the mind of a man. And he is washed in the Word. The Word washes and renews his mind so he begins to have the mind of Christ. And when you have the mind of Christ, you're thinking his thoughts. You're thinking the way he thinks. You see sin in its proper perspective. You will not call good evil and evil good. You will call good good and evil evil. You will speak and stand for truth in a world where the truth is relative. You will stand firm and having done all against the onslaught of the evil one you will still be found standing because you are standing on the unchanging word of god you are standing on the inerrant word of god you are standing on the spirit empowered logos of god and it becomes rhema in your lips and it becomes a sword slicing away the lies and the deceptions of the evil one having done all to stand, but you have to stand on truth. When Jesus spoke about his teachings, he said it's like a house built on a rock, and all of the storms came against it. And having done all, that house stood because it was founded on truth, his teachings. Oh, brothers and sisters. Let the Word of God dwell in you richly. So the Spirit of God has something to draw from in those moments of warfare. And do not be deceived. We are at war. And it is light and darkness, good and evil, Satan and God, sin and holiness, and lies versus the Word of God. But the Word of God is true. All the grass of the field will eventually wither away, but the Word of the Lord stands forever. Stand with the Word. Stand in the Word. And let the Word stand on the inside of you empowered by the Spirit of God, routing the enemies of your faith and your soul. And in the name of Jesus, you, O warrior, will stand because His name represents the King of kings, Lord of lords. He is the sovereign. So what is truth? Well, the King gave it. It's the Word of God. Stand on the foundation of the Word of God.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 